here we are. We get into a, a vehicle pursuit. The vehicle's driving at a very high rate of speed. But the vehicle's weaving in and out of the lane, just, just running red lights, and I'm able to get behind it, and the vehicle crashes. The driver running out of the vehicle, so I hop out of my car, and now I'm in actual a foot pursuit. Go law enforcement. Go law enforcement. Go law enforcement. Go law enforcement. The podcast that makes your law enforcement dreams happen. Welcome to the Go Law Enforcement Podcast, brought to you by GoLawEnforcement.com. I'm your host, Joe Lebowski. If you're looking for a job in law enforcement, GoLawEnforcement.com has the largest listing of law enforcement job openings. The requirements to be a police officer are different for every state. To find out if you meet the requirements to be a police officer in your state, take a short free question quiz by going to golawenforcement.com forward slash quiz. That's golawenforcement.com forward slash quiz. There are many career paths for those going into law enforcement, and Dorian Brooks has one of the most unique. He was an offensive lineman with the Pittsburgh Steelers, playing in Super Bowl 45 against the Green Bay Packers. Corporal Brooks is now with the Arlington County Police Department in Virginia. Dorian Brooks, welcome to the Go Law Enforcement Podcast. How's it going? You're a police officer now, corporal with the Arlington, Virginia Police Department. Uh, yes, sir, that's correct. I've uh, been with Arlington County since uh, 2012, and I just recently got promoted back in July of this year. Were you always planning on going into law enforcement? Is that something that you've been preparing for for a long time? No, actually, it was it was something that just came up maybe prior to um, applying. Prior to being in law enforcement, I actually I was in, graduated from college. I went to school at uh, James Madison University, uh, the small town in Harrisonburg, Virginia, and I played. Uh, I was a collegiate athlete, played sports, um, football, and I used uh, my I guess scholarship to kind of get me into college so I could study um, sport and rec management, but I ended up having a pretty good career in football and I had an opportunity to play professional football after college. So I signed a uh, free agent contract with the Pittsburgh Steelers. What position did you play with the Steelers? Uh, I was the offensive lineman. I played uh, center, the center position and the guard position. So I got to protect the quarterback. And, 2011, you made it to the Super Bowl against the Packers. What was that like? Oh man, it was a it was an incredible experience. I mean, for me, that was my rookie year, so I'm you know, 22, 23 years old at the time, and being able to make it to a point where a lot of guys don't, you know, they can spend their entire career and they don't get to that point. It was a great experience. Um, I played on an excellent team. A lot of guys that I some of the guys I still keep in contact with to this day, but we made it to the Super Bowl. Uh, tough game. Ultimately, we ended up uh, losing it, but uh, it was a great experience either way. We have a lot of cheeseheads who listen to the Go Law Enforcement podcast. Anything you'd like to say to all the Packers fans out there? Uh, you know what? Uh, even though 
they ended up beating us in that game. They, you know, they played a heck of a game. Um, they obviously, you know, deserved everything that they got. Um, you know, their quarterback is, you know, injured right now, but hopefully he comes back this year and they can, uh, you know, make a run for it towards the end of the season. So you're a professional football player, the dream of a lot of people out there. How did you make that transition into law enforcement? Yeah, the, the strange, I guess, funny thing about that was I, I can't say that I was, you know, one of those kids growing up that really saw myself uh, be, becoming an athlete. Uh, I played football with a lot of guys that their lifelong dream was to make it to the NFL. But for me, um, I kind of wanted, I always had interest in many other things. Like I, I'm really big into art. Um, I've been into like sports and sports sciences and you know, I had a, a business uh, minor background in college. And so I was kind of all over the place at one point, but you know, the NFL, how do you say no to that opportunity? And so for me, it was, even though I can't say that I truly love football, I've always loved competing. Um, I'm a fierce competitor. And so that part of the game was a lot of fun and being able to go up against some of the best guys in the country you know, that was just something that, you know, I really thought was exciting. Plus, you know, it's, uh, the job pays pretty well. So I had to, uh, you know, I took the opportunity. I got a lot of great experience and, but ultimately, um, I wanted to follow going into my second year. I've ended up stepping away from it just because I wanted to pursue something that was, I was just more passionate about. Um, I, I can be a passionate person at times. And so, you know, growing up, you know, my my father was in the army. Um, my stepmother was in the air force. I've always had an appreciation for service, and so, you know, I, even I remember being in high school. You know, prior to you know the time that I figured out I was going to get a uh, earn a scholarship, I decided, well, maybe I'll go. You know, join the military. You know, I thought, you know, service to our country, but then also just being able to have all of those experiences. That was something I thought of. But then I've also grew up watching a lot of uh, cop TV shows and always thought that, you know, being the police was, you know, would be a great thing. Um, so it kind of was, I kind of stumbled across it once I, I finished up playing football and I had to make a decision of what I was going to do. Uh, my wife uh, was my girlfriend at the time. She was starting a uh, OBGYN residency in D.C. and she was kind of like, you got to have a plan. You know, you, you graduated college, but, you know, you have to figure out something. And um, I, I guess just, you know, a lot, there were a lot of parallels with football and law enforcement, you know, as far as specifically me playing offensive line, being able to, you know, protect the quarterback, you know, you kind of being the, you know, the, the unsung heroes, you know, we don't, we do it, we don't do it for the glory. You know, we just, you know, have a great time, but at the same time, it's, it's a tough job to do. Um, I feel like that kind of translated in a way, plus the camaraderie of, of the game of football kind of, you know, I could draw that parallel. And so I uh, reached out to a few uh, folks that I knew in the area, did some research, and Arlington County was the first place that popped up on my radar. So I you know, went ahead and applied, and here we are. Do you find that your experience, having been in a team sport, dovetail well into law enforcement? I would say it, it has, um, you know, I playing college football and even professional football, you know, you, you meet a ton of people from different backgrounds and the area where I police, you know, there's, it's very diverse. You have people from all backgrounds, races, ethnicities, nationalities. And for me, that's something where it's great because I get to, you know, my 
really it's more so experiences that I've had in the past interacting with those folks. And then now even in my um, place of work and also even my coworkers, you know, it's, I, we have people that have joined the police department that have many different backgrounds or from, you know, all over the country and they all have something, you know, unique and different that they bring to the force. So it's uh, definitely been huge. Now you're about 6'3", 280 down from your playing weight of 3'7". I can imagine that your size and strength certainly can be a benefit when you're involved in an incident. But I also have to believe that there's situations where your size and your strength uh, may be a, a negative factor. Can you talk about some of the challenges uh, that you have, you know, because of your size where it may not be a benefit? Uh, well, I'd say maybe getting in and out of a, a police cruiser sometimes. But other than that, um, I can't really draw too many uh, situations that come to mind where the size isn't a uh, isn't a benefit. I, I'd more so say oftentimes I would interact with the public and they would see my, I guess, my size and my presence and they would, you know, maybe think that I'm one type of person. And once, you know, we have a conversation and like, oh, I would have never guessed that you, you know, you're this type of person or so that that part is, is, is pretty cool. And I, I enjoy that part. But uh, maybe, you know, there's, you know, from time to time you may get um, you know, certain calls where somebody maybe wants to try, try me out and try to fight just based off my size or maybe they want a shot at the title. But, you know, I try to I talk that down and deescalate that uh, to this there's no point in getting into that. Do you find that because of your strength, you have to be a little bit more careful when a situation turns physical? Uh, honestly, I I haven't had really, I can't think of any uh, situations where I've had to use force against someone based upon, you know, their action towards me. Um, I It's something that, you know, I take a lot of pride in, you know, I don't, you know, it, it doesn't mean anything for me where I, if I can, if I can talk you down as opposed to having to put my hands on you, then great. You know, obviously if the situation arises where I have to use force, you know, I have no problem doing that if the means, you know, justifies it. But um, I, I have to say, I haven't had any situations like that, which for me was a, a surprise coming into because, you know, I was, I was told, Hey, you know, the bigger you are, you know, you're going to have folks out there that are going to try you, but, uh, typically that, that hasn't really happened at all. Are there any injuries from your years of, of sports that have kind of carried over into your law enforcement career? Um, no, I mean, I guess I have that, that initial soreness from time to time, but, you know, I, I try to maintain, you know, a pretty high level of fitness just due to the fact that, you know, I'm a naturally, I'm a big guy. And so if I, if I let myself get away, you know, eat too many donuts, then, you know, there's going to be some big problems, you know, ahead for me. So I try to stay on top of that. But anything other than like just the, uh, you know, the the lingering soreness from time to time. I, I had a few injuries, um, broken finger, and I had a back injury back in high school. But none of that has really affected me up until this point. Now you've probably heard every football pun there is being used in law enforcement tackling crime. Do you want to kind of go through some of the better ones and worst ones? <laughs> Oh man, that's actually pretty good. Um, man, I I think you named a few of them that I I pretty much hear often. Uh, you know, I, I can't say that I hear those often. I guess I would say that there's pretty often that you know when there's kind of any type of discussion about football. You know, I'm kind of a guy that 
some people go to, I guess I'm a subject matter expert, even though, you know, some folks or a lot of folks may know more about it than I do, but, you know, they just look at my prior experience to make the assumption, but that's, that's more, more or less what happens. You had an incident where somebody almost ran over one of your officers. Can you talk through that? Sure. Um, this was, this would have probably been a few months back. Uh, just, you know, I, I worked general patrol in my, uh, department. I've worked patrol, you know, for the past four and a half years. I love it. And I just remember responding to a call. Um, it was near, I was, I work in the South part of the County, but it was a call for like a, a dispute or maybe even an, an assault in progress going on and just over the border of the North part of the County. And so I figured I'd ride in, you know, there's about, maybe three three females that were were supposedly fighting according to the reports so i get up there you know uh, myself and several other units and you know we we make the scene safe it, it was not an active fight however we just you know typically just splitting everyone apart questioning each person about what's going on trying to gain you know identifying information and during that process you know i I figured, well, you know, I just head back down to my my police beat where I work because it seemed like the you know the officers on scene, you know, they had had everything under control. So I head on down, and um, as I'm leaving, I just I can just hear I'm scanning the radio, and I I hear overhear someone say that, you know, hey, this officer, you know, almost got you know, ran over. You know, there's vehicle give out the vehicle description, and um, right as I'm heading down in the county i can i can see the vi- the vehicle and um here we go we get into a, a vehicle pursuit the vehicle's driving at a very high rate of speed and for me in my mind you know it's it's one of those things where you have to even in like a high stress situation you just got to remain calm so i'm keeping a good eye on it you know i'm following it somewhat from a distance because this is probably around three or four o'clock in the afternoon so there's a decent amount of traffic so the vehicle's weaving in and out of the lane, just, just running red lights, and I'm able to get behind it, and the vehicle crashes maybe maybe a mile away. Um, and so as soon as I turn the corner, the driver, or who I believe is a driver, is running out of the vehicle. So I hop out of my car, and now I'm in actual a foot pursuit. I'm like, you know, this hardly happens. You know, you get into a vehicle and a foot pursuit. But I'm chasing the guy maybe you know, I don't know, um, half a mile and I start catching up to him. And I think I might've surprised him because I'm a pretty big guy and, uh, you know, I give him, you know, verbal commands to get on the ground and he, he does it. He gets down and we get him under, you know, in, in custody with, with no, uh, no further incident from that. So that was uh pretty intense, but yeah. I'm sure him looking back and seeing you charging after him gave him some second thoughts. That's that's what a few folks were saying, um, you know, afterwards, after, you know, we made sure everybody was okay, you know, that, you know, sometimes cop humor, you know, we just we joke around about it, like he probably saw you and didn't think twice, he was like, all right, yep, it's over. Having come from the world of professional sports into law enforcement, what career advice would you have for somebody who's either planning to go into law enforcement or at least considering a law enforcement career? Uh, I would say, you know... Just definitely go into it knowing that you don't have to have, per se, a a criminal law background. You don't have to ha- have to be criminal justice. Oftentimes, I've, you know, I've taken a part of a lot of career fairs, and I tell you know students or you know folks who are coming over from the military, 
And, you know, they, they feel that, you know, well, do I have to have this to be a cop? You know, I work with people who have, you know, English backgrounds, history backgrounds, business backgrounds. And, you know, I think that's part of it that, um, that really helps with, you know, the people that we interact with, that it's not just one type of person. There is no type of person that is, becomes a, uh, a great officer. Also, I would say, you know, thinking outside of, you know, working, make sure that you have, you know, hobbies outside of law enforcement work. Don't always surround yourself with, um, with law enforcement, you know, spend time with friends and families and have hobbies, um, things that you're into, um, because, you know, the job can be stressful and, and some things that, you know, you don't want to bring this stuff home with you every single day. Um, if, and lastly, for me, um, I would say stay in shape because there are going to be um, times where the job can be physically straining. And so you, you don't want to, you know, be that uh, male or female officer out of there that's out of shape. So, but that's just me being the sports guy. Well, Corporal Brooks, thanks for being on the Go Law Enforcement podcast. Thank you so much. I definitely appreciate it. If you're looking for a job in law enforcement, check out the largest listing of law enforcement jobs on golawenforcement.com to help you get that law enforcement job you want and deserve. We put together a special guide for you. Seven inside tips to get a law enforcement job fast. You can get the guide for free just by going to jobtipsnow.com. That's jobtipsnow.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks for listening.